You're listening to the Lucas Askew Experience. Now, here's your host, the one and only, Lucas Askew. Exactly. You can you can you can script, you can you can do everything, but when it comes to March Madness, it's all about what's in here. I'm- the book is gone. The book is gone, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we're off script. There's no scripts. There's no rules to the March Madness episode of the Lucas Askew Experience. <laughs> we're an outlaw. Out- the Lucas Askew Outlaw Experience. <laughs> so, Have we started already? Hello, world. Welcome to the Lucas Askew Experience. It's March. It's madness. It's bracket time, ladies and gentlemen, for, for all you that are, are filling out your, your paper brackets, if you're electronic brackets right now. We're recording this the day after Selection Sunday, the unofficial holiday of college basketball fans all across this nation. Wow, the, the bracket is out. We're, we're set, and there's really only, only one thing to do, and that's do the, the March Madness preview show presented by Flow Water, third year in a row. And if Flow Water's coming out of my mouth, you know who's the guest. He's a Grammy Award winner. Year after year, we bring him back because he doesn't just spin the soulful tunes that you can hear on TuneIn, but uh, he's he's got a lot of college basketball knowledge and advice for you, the Bracketeers. Mr. James Taylor, welcome to Lucas Askew Experience. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's good to be back. You always got a friend right here, a March Madness friend, and James Taylor, sweet baby James. It's my favorite time of the year, every year. Uh, pro- you know, Selection Sunday doesn't get any better. Uh, and coming up Thursday, Friday, man, I think the two best days of sports of the entire year. If you are have a little scratch in your, your throat, you may be coming down with an illness, calling in sick Thursday and Friday aren't bad ideas. I'm not pushing that on you, but uh, ultimately not a bad idea to, to take those personal sick days and utilize them to watch or listen to all your March Madness wherever you may be. If you're a, a flow water employee who have the, the the lovely advantage of working from home, you bring that you know bring that TV in from the bedroom, set it up next to the living room TV, go side by side, screen and screen action, get the you know the laptop up, get the phone out, get all four games going at the same time. And again, you can you can also listen to the only place March Madness is March Madness on Westwood One via the TuneIn app. Or your connected devices. Flow Water, again, third year sponsoring the college basketball preview show. We've done college football preview shows. Think about all the additional exposure, brand awareness that Flow Water is getting internationally because of this podcast. Thank you again for your sponsorship. And really, what, what's what's new in the Flow Water game right now? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're just extremely excited to be back sponsoring Collegiate Athletics uh, and, and this show for, for a third straight year. We uh, have, a, have a deep commitment to, to wellness. We are trying to promote health and wellness through hydration. Um, and obviously, that starts with our collegiate athletes drinking the absolute best water in the world, uh, naturally brilliant flow water. Uh, you know, we, we're able to remove all contaminants from tap water and then enhance it with essential electrolytes, minerals, uh, and activated oxygen. So we want our athletes drinking the absolute best water. That's flow water. It's great to be back. Wow. Great read. Not as great as some of the uh, the ad reads I do myself, but, you know, James, right from the horse's mouth. Hey, we I'm not a it. pro. I'm not a pro like this guy. Hey, no one, no one can be. 
So it's uh, let, let's jump into the bracket. Ooh, all right. What we we've done in years past, we'll continue. We'll go region by region, break down our picks, but also outline some sleeper picks while you're in your own office pool. Imp- impress some of your uh, your friends and family with your knowledge of college basketball, and then ultimately we'll give you our final four picks. Who's going to be? Um, in Minneapolis, where uh, the Final Four is taking place this year, who will be cutting down the nets come April 8th, Monday, April 8th in Minneapolis. So without further ado, let's let's jump in. And the East East region is our first region, and the number one seed, the Duke Blue Devils. Everyone's favorite team to hate, the Duke Blue Devils, led by R.J. Barrett, the great <laughs> Canadian guard oh, forward, the all-star Probably the most hype freshman on this Duke team this year, R.J. Barrett, the lefty. He he can do it all. He can he can shoot from three. He can he can drive. He really is a five tool player when it comes to to basketball and just everything else. He is the future all of right, Canadian all basketball. Right. This is enough, <laughs> enough. The people want to hear about Zion. <laughs> oh yeah, Zion Williamson, that other freshman. Uh, oh, you mean the 6'7", 280-pound, 42-inch vertical, uh, maybe 4'4", 40 freshman? That he, guy? He's, he's pretty athletic as well. Uh, but again, R.J. Barrett wasn't the individual that got injured on a, a freak accident and missed a couple of games this season. Well, R.J. Barrett was there. Is that Zion's game fault after or game. is that Nike's fault? If the shoe fits. <laughs> now, do you think Zion signs with Nike after all this? Absolutely. You know? You, you you take a PR disaster, you turn it around, especially if they're cutting down the nets, April eighth, Minneapolis. You think he'll get a few extra million for that? He might. Yeah. He might. That's, that's use that leverage. That's kind of the the sponsorship game right there. <laughs> but ultimately, the East region not it's not just about Duke. There there's other great contenders in this region. Michigan State, the Fighting Tom Izzo's got the number two seed after winning the Big Ten tournament. LSU. Does not have a coach, but they still have a very good team in uh, just deep and, and really gritty. The the rebounding and defense of that team is strong-willed. But then you've got uh, some upset specials. Everyone's favorite, the Liberty Flames. Yes, everyone's favorite. I actually did did not know where, where Liberty was. Do you know where Liberty is, James? You know, off the top of my head, I don't. I'm going to go ahead and guess Pennsylvania. Lynchburg, Virginia. Oh, no, did not know that. That uh, circle gets the square on that one. It's an old-time reference. No no, no one's watching Hollywood Squares. No, no one's watching Hollywood Squares. <laughs> Woo! Right over, the, okay. right, right over the head on that hey, one. Hey, you know, my audience is both millennial as well as IHOP uh, senior citizen discount. So okay. You need, to, right. you need to provide all you those references. cater to both. Yeah, exactly. So... What do you what jumps out at the East region for you? Well, I mean, starting out, what I found interesting is you know the the BPI metric that ESPN uses uh, obviously had Duke as the number one overall team, and prior to the seeding, they you know I believe had Duke at around a sixty percent chance of winning the national championship. Now the brackets come out and. Duke's chances dropped to about an 11 or 12 percent chance to win the national championship because solely because of Michigan State uh, uh, being placed as a number two seed in their region. Uh, the BPI has Michigan State as the the, the best two seed in the bracket. Uh, I'm I'm not sure I entirely agree. I mean, obviously they've showed a lot of heart and fight this year. Um, you know, dealing with with a lot of those injuries. Uh, 
but I still I'm just not sure they have the talent to really hang with you know with Duke here. Um, but I you know I think it's there's some other very good teams. I think Buzz Williams and his Virginia Tech squad. Uh, you know, obviously they've they've proved that they can take down Duke this year. Um, I I know it was without uh, without Zion, the second best player on Duke. But it turns out RJ was playing in that game and couldn't couldn't quite pull out a victory. Um, but yeah, I think Vot Tech's a really strong team. Um, you know, look, again LSU very tough. Uh, you know, obviously they won a lot of games this year. But now you know I I do think this belongs to uh, to Duke and Michigan State in the Elite Eight and. You know, Duke Duke's a little too tough, I think, for for Michigan State. I just don't think they're they're talented really enough to to take down Duke this year. I I would concur, even though I don't like starting the show off with uh, agreement. But I, I will say this is a a Duke Michigan State chalk at the Elite Eight level. But I do like some uh, some Cinderella magic to be occurring throughout this time period. And you know who that Cinderella is. The Belmont Bruins. Rick Bird has his group back in the NCAA tournament as an at-large bid this team this time. This shows to me how strong of a season Belmont put together that they were able to get an at-large berth. And granted, they were having to play the first four game, so you'll you'll have to earn their way into the actual field of 64, but I believe they take down Temple. And as an 11 seed, there's magic in the 11 seed Last year, the Loyola Chicago Ramblers, Sister Jean, rolled to the Final Four. I've got Belmont taking out Maryland and taking out the LSU Tigers. I've got Belmont into the Sweet 16. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. And I, yeah, I mean, I, I will concur as well about Belmont making the field. Um, I, you know, I know I've expressed this view before on, on this podcast, but I'd much rather see, you know, a, a 28-30 win team, uh, you know, get to the tournament versus a 15-16 loss, you know, Power 5 Indiana or something. You know, give us give us teams that win. You know, I know strength of schedule matters uh, and net ranking matters, but, and, and, you know, the big conferences, strength of schedule is, is important, but at the same time, I want to see teams that win consistently throughout the year. So I, I love seeing Belmont in the tournament here. Just win, baby. Just win. Yeah. So, coming to the East region, we both have Duke, Michigan State, in the Elite Eight. Who's uh, who's your Final Four pick out of East? You know, I'm just, just going to throw one more nugget in there, uh, just just to look out for a guy, Mister Seven Foot Three Taco Fall for UCF. Uh, you know, if, if if you're you know looking for something to do at 6:40 p.m. Uh, Pacific time um, on on Thursday or I'm sorry that's Friday that is Friday uh, go that's ahead a Friday night fun with Taco Fall Friday night fun with seven three Taco Fall uh, he can dunk standing up uh, he can palm a basketball with his thumb and forefinger <laughs> and uh, he's pretty fun to watch his mother came uh, for the first time saw him for the first time in five years it was uh, when, when they uh, upset Houston so. Do you do you know if UCF did a free taco night or some sort of play on play on his first name as a promotion this year? You know, I, I I'm not aware. I don't follow uh, UCF that closely, uh, but I, it, it might be a little uh, you know sensitive. I'm not sure. <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure. No, you're gonna have to double check that. Do some fact checking on that one. Uh, we'll do some fact checking. But regardless, if he does go to the next level for pro teams, they always love a good gimmick. Free taco night for Taco Fall. But yes, <laughs> great call. But uh, coming out of my East region bracket, I, I don't like to put them through. I really don't. I, I try to find any way to eliminate Duke early on. 
I just don't feel this this region gives them the challenge that is going to knock them off their perch. So I like Duke coming out of the East region. A close, closer game against uh, Michigan State in the lead eight, but I still think they they have the the firepower to get through. Yeah, led, I, led by R.J. Barrett, the number two prospect in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of agree with you. Obviously, I'm not not a huge Duke uh, fan in general, but I, I and I also truly do believe that they are not as invincible as as maybe a lot of uh, pundits make them out to be, and and Vegas makes them out to be. Going off as a two to one favorite to win the national championship right now, uh, I think they're beatable. Um, you know, Cam disappears for uh, from for multiple you know long stretches of games, if not multiple games. Uh, I think they could really you know their depth is a big issue. They don't I don't think they have a lot of great players coming off the bench, especially that can score. Uh, you know, without Zion, we saw them really get pushed to the perimeter. Uh, they were taking a lot of three pointers and not making all that many. They didn't really have any, uh, le- you know, legitimate offense to speak of without Zion. Now, obviously, when Zion comes in and goes 13 for 13 in a game uh, with five steals uh, and drops, you know, 30 points, that's that. Yeah, that's obviously a game changer. But I think they, I think that Virginia Tech is going to give them a great, a great game uh, in that Sweet 16 matchup. Uh, but I. I think with Zion, I mean, I, you know, I think he's the, probably the greatest uh, prospect since LeBron. Uh, you know, I think I think he'll find a way. And I, again, I, I just don't think Michigan State can score enough to keep up with Duke. So yeah, I see Duke going to the Final Four here. Okay, we, we've got we've got two Duke Duke picks coming in the East region. Moving over to the South region, the Virginia Cavaliers. And before we go any further, you won't hear the third voice from the previous two college basketball preview shows the preeminent pack hoops blogger adam butler is actually it's not no longer with us he's just not with us today he's out traveling he's actually traveling in hong kong so uh, he's also engaged and has a new puppy so congratulations on, congrats uh, adam, adam butler, adam butler. Uh, but his uh you know i think due to those two factors uh i think his college basketball uh viewing has been seriously. So you're uh, saying trimmed. he may not be the the preeminent pack hoops blogger you anymore? No, I, I I would need him here to to you know really plead his case. But yeah, I, I think there is uh, <laughs> there's some contention out there that he he might not be the preeminent Pac-12 blogger any longer. Okay, well we'll have to settle this after <laughs> this podcast. But I was reminded because as we speak about the the South region, the number one seed, the Virginia Cavaliers. They were the number one overall seed last year. Everyone was high on them. Even even James named the entire team of, of Virginia during that podcast because he loved them so much, especially Jack Salt. Oh, I love Salt. The Kiwi. <laughs> but as as you may know and you may have witnessed last year, the 20-point shellacking that Virginia took at the hands of the UMBC Retrievers, the first number one team to go down. At the hands of a 16 seed, will lightning strike twice? Some people in your bracket pool may put Gardner Webb, the current 16 seed, to beat Virginia. I'll stop you right now. It's not going to happen again. This Virginia team, they're tough. They're gritty. Tony Bennett, another Grammy Award winner, like my friend James Taylor here, <laughs> knows how to play the music. He will have his team ready. I, I know it's kind of the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting greater results. But call me insane. But this Virginia team, I believe this year is a, a 
a pivotal point for them. Well, let, let's not forget that last year in that uh, you know that one sixteen matchup against a, a very solid UMBC squad, probably a uh, underseeded team, but uh, they were without DeAndre Hunter, their their number one pro prospect, uh, who is back. He's had had a full season. He's been a real difference maker for them. Clearly, uh, you know the best athlete on that team, and many times the best a- athlete on the floor. Uh, you know, combined with Ty Jerome, who's also you know, you know turned into a pretty solid uh, you know pro prospect. Uh, so they're they're a very different team, you know, with Hunter on the floor. Diakite has done some great stuff. Uh, Jay Huff has come in and hit some threes. So I'll continue to name the rest yeah, of their team. Once again, just <laughs> the uh, Key Virginia Cavaliers off, uh, another, another team Jay manager, yeah. James Taylor here. <laughs> but, no, I think uh, they're a different team, uh, and they're, they're going to be a very tough out in this tournament. So in the South region, in Virginia's region, who, who else do they have to compete against? You've got on the upper half of the bracket – James, your uh, your Wisconsin Badgers in a tie, tough five twelve matchup against the Oregon Ducks that are flying high, red hot, coming in, winning the Pac twelve tournament, enabling them to get actually into the dance. That's the classic steal a bid, yeah, steal right. in a bid. Yeah. That's the classic five twelve matchup. Everyone uh, everyone loves the trendy pick. Do you believe in your Badgers enough not to have them go down? I'll tell you what, I believe him in enough that I'm going to be there on Friday in San Jose uh, watching Ethan Happ and the rest of these gritty Badgers, kind of a throwback Badger team, uh, back to the days long before Frank Kaminsky uh, and Sam Decker and all those NBA prospects were were marching through Madison, uh, back when we were just a grit and grind team. Uh, you know, running the swing offense. Uh, this team, you know, Wisconsin will grind you down. They, they're the number one defense in the Big Ten. Uh, you know, they do struggle to score at times. I, I just don't trust Oregon. I don't trust the Pac-12. They were insanely weak this year, uh, top to bottom in that uh, um, you know division. And uh, you know, I think Wisconsin's going to be able to grind this one out. You know, as stepping in for Adam Butler here, even though he may not be the preeminent Pac hoops blogger anymore he still is beloved of his Pac-12 hoops nation and the Oregon Ducks even though they're a 12 seed had to win the Pac-12 tournament to get in this is a a a legit team Peyton Pritchard is the the floor general can absolutely galvanize a team both from energy as well as he could could potentially be a, a borderline NBA prospect so needless to say I actually do like Oregon so if you want your extra points to uh, impress some folks in your 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 pool, pick the twelve or over a five. Oregon beating Wisconsin. Ooh, put your money where your mouth is, sir. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll put we'll put that bet on right now. You and I head to head. There we go. There's actually a great uh, you know I, when I saw this I, I liked it because Wisconsin Oregon. Uh, we've played, I think it's three times in the past, you know, kind of six or seven years now in the tournament. So this is becoming kind of a fun uh, tournament rivalry, March Madness rivalry. Uh, Wisconsin has gotten the best of them all, all three times. It might be two, yeah, two or three times. And uh, so I know Oregon's, you know, going to be coming at us. Uh, but you know, I don't think it's in the cards for them this year, okay, or, or any year for that matter. Oh, fighting words from a Badger. But down the the south bracket or south region, you've got the number two seed, the Tennessee Vols. Rick Barnes has his team. I would like to say he has his team ready to go, but after that uh, absolute flop against Auburn in the SEC championship game, that may be questionable. But this Tennessee Vols team, they were the number one overall team for 
over a month this season. They've got a senior-laden team. Got a, a guy named Admiral. You know he's legit when uh, Admiral is your first name. But you got Grant Williams, the SEC Player of the Year. You got Jordan Bone, a great defensive team. But three-point shooting is an Achilles heel. And in this new new wave of basketball where people are chucking threes like it's the 1960s, or they're not because there wasn't a three-point uh, oh, three okay. line in there. <laughs> but everyone's just throwing up three-pointers. They're, they, they don't shoot well. They're not terrible, but they don't shoot well, and that, that could be an, uh, a problem for them later on in this tournament. Hey, but don't <laughs> sleep on Colgate. Uh, Adolfo, Adonis Foyle. Oh, the, uh, the, the great days. Adonis Foyle. 1996 is when the uh, Colgate last made the tournament, and I don't just brush with Colgate. I use Colgate Plus. So I, I believe in them in uh, from a dental hygiene standpoint and from an actual basketball team. I think Colgate will give the Vols a run. Tennessee, I think Tennessee has, uh, you know, really they, they have that, that senior-laden kind of, you know, charisma that, you know, they're they're a, a tight group. I think they, you know, they got a little too high after that Kentucky win uh, on, I believe it was Saturday night. Uh, that was a huge win, a really, really fun game to watch if you, if you had a chance to watch that one. Uh, you know, they were down seven with, I think, two minutes to play, made an amazing comeback. Uh, Grant Williams, Admiral Schofield, Bone, I mean, those guys – those guys, you know, that's a pretty tight-knit family Rick Barnes has built down there. Um, I got a lot of faith in them. Another team, I mean, Villanova, I mean, come on. you Just when you think they lose this amazing senior class, they win the national championship, uh, they're finally going to, you know, come back to earth a little bit. Nope. Uh, uh, what You know, what do they do? They go out and win another Big East a regular season championship and tournament championship. Uh, guys stepping up, Pascal and Booth, uh, just you know, really kind of grew into those roles, uh, kind of starring roles, and uh, I think they're going to be a tough out as well. They are a six seed though, which means the six eleven matchup. I, I, I told you in the upfront, and I will repeat uh, for every region the six eleven matchup. This is where the sweet spot is. This is where the the upsets can take place. St. Mary's is the eleven seed that is facing Villanova. St. Mary's knocked off the Gonzaga Bulldogs to win the WCC crown and actually punch their ticket into the dance they will be a tough out we we saw st mary's you're, you're a, a a diehard wcc fan uh, a usf season ticket holder uh as well so yeah. you, you've seen st mary's you know this team do you think they they can push villanova's buttons and actually pull off that upset um, I think they definitely can. I mean, St. Mary's really grew throughout the season. Uh, you know, mi- midway through through the year, they were I think back you know back up into the 75, 80s of of you know the net rankings, and really you know weren't having a great season. And then the second half of the season, they just kind of went gangbusters and uh, and and played some wonderful basketball. Um, uh, you know, kind of just when it looked like kind of BYU and USF, you know, were knocking on, on the door to kind of take over that number two spot in the WCC. Uh, you know, St. Mary said, said, no, sir, this is our, this is our spot. Uh, and then, you know, that was a phenomenal performance in that WCC conference championship game. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, they are a, a great team. Um, I just think Villanova, I, they just find a way to win every time. It seems like, you know, they, you don't, feel like they should win they don't feel like they have the talent uh or, or the cohesiveness but now they just find a way to win okay so, so coming out of the south who do you like virginia tennessee we didn't even talk about the number three seed purdue we obviously don't like them but who, who do you like coming out of this region you know i oh man this is gonna be 
I think, a phenomenal uh, Virginia-Tennessee battle. And I'm going to go ahead and take your Vols to go to the Final Four. And that's the kiss of death, ladies and gentlemen. They'll they'll be gone in the first weekend with that uh, proclamation from James Taylor. But I, I don't have... Uh, they'll be gone on the first day, according to you, sir. <laughs> Colgate. Mr. Colgate Plus. Yeah, Col- Colgate Plus, plus, plus whitening. whitening. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I was teeing you up there. But so coming out of the South region, I actually... I said in the upfront, Virginia, the Cavaliers. I'm going to the well once again, even though I've got uh, Virginia and Villanova in the lead eight, two teams that I do not like picking because they burn me year after year. They, they burn me because the years I pick them, they don't do well. And the years I don't pick them, they do well. <laughs> well they, they've won me a lot of money over the past uh, three okay. years, so I, I love Villanova. So I, I, like, uh, I like Jack Salt, I like Kyle Guy, I like DeAndre Hunter, the the entire team, but I really like Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett has not been to a Final Four. Give Tony Bennett a Final Four and put him in the in the class of upper echelon coaches. So that uh, that does the South. We're we're moving down to the Midwest, tropical Kansas City, Missouri. We've got the North Carolina Tar Heels, your your number one seed. This North Carolina team at the if you would have told me the kind of start to midway through the season that this would be a number one team, I would have laughed in your face. That would have been a, that would not have been a nice thing to do, but that would have been my interpretation of this North Carolina team because there was a lot of inconsistency early on in the season, and then super freshman Kobe White absolutely took over this team. That is just contagious. You have Cam Johnson and everyone's favorite Kenny Williams every year. North Carolina has has a guy named Kenny Williams. I, I don't know where they're churning them from, but they, they've got a recruiting hotbed. Wings named Kenny Williams that just know how to shoot the three and come off the bench and bring energy. But this North Carolina team is a legit number one seed. They they beat Duke a couple times. They didn't obviously win in the ACC tournament against Duke, but this team is is rolling. The, the committee didn't do them any favors. This is, a, this is a tough road for them to actually sow. You've got Kentucky as the number two seed in this region. P.J. Washington is the real deal uh, for John Calipari. John Calipari. And you have another blue blood. Kansas is the number four seed. And again, I, I mentioned this is in tropical Kansas City, this uh, regional final. So if Kansas can pull together a couple wins, they'll be playing a de facto home game against uh, North Carolina. So that, that may be tricky for the, for the young Tar Heels. Uh, and then you have Houston, the Houston Cougars, Kelvin Sampson's redemption party. College game day went to Houston this year. They laid an egg, unfortunately, and lost that game. Hold but, on a second. How much how much Texas oil money you think Calvin Sampson had to dish out to get a 30-win team in Houston? Uh, <laughs> He's had a bit of a nefarious pass, uh, you know, to say the least. I'm not sure how he goes down there as a retread and built a 30-win team at Houston, but you know this is his uh, his redemption. So he's learned his lesson from Oklahoma and Indiana. That that was he was a different person. He's a family man now, Kelvin Sampson. But I think for me, what's jumping out of this region, you've, you've got the the blue bloods, um, but you've got some uh, potential uh, upstart teams. You have Wofford, the great Wofford Terriers, and. If I mention Wofford, I have to mention this story that I believe I've shared on the podcast a couple times. The Wofford University, I was uh, I was looking for an internship a few years ago. I wanted to cut my teeth in the world of college athletics, and I, I reached out to great 
the great Lenny Mathis, uh, who's now at Wake Forest, but he was at Wofford at the time, and he offered me a, an internship. And guess how much I would have been uh, paid for this internship? $4,000, Lucas. <laughs> you were actually uh, surprisingly surprisingly correct. It was for a year term. I would be, I would be making $2,500, <laughs> but I'd be uh, living on a stipend to actually live in the dorms as well, so... I, I don't know. And you turn that down? I know it was it was <laughs> tough. I I'm sure I could have lived a a, a pretty balling life uh, in Spartanburg, South Carolina, sure. <laughs> where Wofford is located. But uh, unfortunately, I turned it down. But uh, this 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 team is legit. The, these terriers can bark, and uh, their bark is not as worse as their bite. So <laughs> you know, I that that is going to be a great matchup. I mean, taking on Seton Hall. Uh, Talk about a, a pretty tough, rugged team that, you know, I, I'm not sure if you're able to watch them in the Big East tournament. Had a, a, a quite a game against Marquette where three different players were ejected. Uh, Seton Hall really just pushed Marquette around, uh, and, 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 you know, they were able to win that game. That basically got them into the NCAA tournament, and then obviously, uh, you know, they had, they had a, a very good matchup against Villanova in the final. Um, but Miles Powell, he can get hot, and he can drop 40 on you, really. Um, and I, you know, I, they have a lot of toughness about them. Aren't uh, Aren't you a Seton Hall booster? If I, If I recall, <laughs> I, I know you've been on the Angel Delgado train, who's no longer there, unfortunately. But I, I believe you've yeah, been uh, Whiteheads. Uh, you, you You've been a, a huge sponsor of the Seton Hall Pirates. They have let me down in years past. I will say, uh, you know, I was they did make another run uh, and win the Big East tournament a few years ago, and I had them going pretty deep, I think, in the tournament, and they they did let me down. But this is the year, baby. <laughs> They they if they can able you know if they're able to handle uh, the bite of the Wofford Terriers, uh, then they get the rematch with Kentucky, which if you remember correctly, they won earlier in the year at, at the Garden. Was that at the Garden? That was at the Garden. Uh, so man, that Seton Hall team is tough, and Miles Powell is, is something else. He's the type of guy that can can win a game against any team in the country. Wow. So upset specials in this uh in this region are you are you liking are, are you picking seton hall are you gonna put your money where your mouth is like is that your upset special I, I am taking seton hall to beat wofford and then take down kentucky and head to the sweet six wow the seton hall pirates their greatest booster james taylor i'm, I'm sure that your your checks in the mail are greatly appreciated to that academic and athletic program out there in trenton new jersey <laughs> they, they they need all the checks they can get so my uh, my upset special for this region, uh, I was I was looking at the Auburn New Mexico State New Mexico State the the, the WAC champion. You don't just roll through the WAC uh, and become a champion. You have to take down the likes of Grand Canyon U with Dan Marley. Danny Marley, Dan baby. Dan Marley, but New Mexico State a thirty win team. Again, this team has put together consistency year over year. They they've really built a, a pro uh, built a program uh, in Las Crucas. Uh, New Mexico, I've still I not believe been. It's Las Cruces. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say I, I still haven't been to Me- been to New Mexico, and I think that that showed. Is that, that one of your only states? I mean, that you haven't been to in the United it's, States? It's it's one of them. Okay. I'm. Uh, I wouldn't say it's high up on the list to go, but maybe. Uh, I'm not gonna pick them, so obviously I don't think I, I have a lot of listeners there. But uh, maybe maybe a future in uh, less crook. Kiss? Las Cruces. <laughs> with, with the beautiful Sangre de Cristo Mountains. It's, uh, New Mexico is a beautiful place. I would highly, highly recommend it. Okay. 
that's a potential summer destination for all all you listeners looking for a for a getaway. And Flowwater uh, has been expanding into uh, Las Cruces. We are working on a deal with Virgin Galactic. <laughs> oh, is, 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 is this is, final? Is this is this new news? <laughs> you're, you're giving breaking news. Breaking We still got to sign on the dotted line, but. Uh, yeah, Virgin Galactic, uh, based in Las Cruces, actually. <laughs> uh, and they're going to be taking people to the moon with flow water. Oh, wow. Okay. So we, we, we know you're picking New, New Mexico State. I Unfortunately, I, I still like Auburn to win that game. I still like uh, Kansas to, to outmuscle Northeastern. And my upset special, Ron Hunter. He's got his boys from Georgia State, the 14th seed. He had his son R.J. Hunter give some magic a couple years. Falling off stools. I believe. I believe in the Georgia State Panthers. Even though I I, I proclaimed uh, Kelvin Sampson is the redemption story, I think his story ends. I like Georgia State pulling up the upset, the fourteen over the three. All right, interesting, very interesting. I you know I I don't sleep on Utah State either. The Aggies. Uh, you know they had a, a great win against uh, Nevada this year, um, and you know who is a very very strong team. Uh, and I was really hoping for that Utah State Nevada rematch uh, in the conference championship game, which wasn't meant to be. Um, but I, you know, UNC, you got to look out for Utah State there. But no, I this UNC team, it kind of takes me back, especially with 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 Cody White, take, uh, Kobe White. Sorry, takes me back to the days of uh, Ty Lawson. Raymond, Raymond Felton. Felton, Kendall Marshall, uh, Ed Coda, even uh, you know, really, it's, you know, some of these great UNC. Rashawn McCants. Uh, no, not so much. Uh, <laughs> actually, I'm not sure you're allowed to say Rashawn McCants. He technically never played for UNC, <laughs> unfortunately. Even though I did love Rashad. Uh but yeah, no, this t- this UNC team really does conjure up images of some of those those great UNC title teams. Um, so I think they will be marching through this uh, this Midwest bracket, even though you know it might have to go through um, Kansas City, you know, taking on Kansas. Um, but no, I, I, I think UNC ha- has what it takes to get to the final four here. Okay, you're, uh, you're going with the Tar Heels. I'm going with another blue blood, but not the Tar Heels. Uh, John Calipari, he's had his team rolling most of the season that they're peaking at the right time yes they they lost some ga- games late they lost to uh, Tennessee in that uh, wild uh, SEC f- semifinal as you as you mentioned earlier but Kentucky PJ Washington you got Reed Travis they've ultimately they go and they live and die by Reed Travis's health he's uh I've been uh, talking to the doctors uh, down in Lexington and they've they've told me he's got close to a clean bill of health they believe in him. They 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 feel he will, will be this. This read is rough. My goodness, <laughs> pull it together, man. I, I Jesus, know. you're I'm, supposed to be the pro. I know, I know. I'm I'm just so excited. This uh, Kentucky team, and really an ode to uh, Top Chef um, that was actually in Kentucky this season. I, I think the the producers of, of Top Chef, the the wonderful uh, Food Network show for all the cross promotion that uh, they do for the LAE. But ultimately, Top Chef was in Kentucky this season, and I, I think they they motivated John Calipari to uh, cook up a ski. What are you talking about? <laughs> Top Chef, where is this going? 
As I was saying, Kentucky Wildcats, book it. They will be your Midwestern champs. All right. <laughs> Moving, Moving on. on. <laughs> Moving to the West, the final, final region. This is Gonzaga's. And the Zags put together a, a dominant season. Once again, this is this is what Mark Few does. Um, they're getting Killian Tilly back, which I think is a, is a huge plus for for Mark Few um, because you've got Brandon Clark and Rui Hachimura. They they lost to St. Mary's in the WCC final, but I'm glad the the committee still gave them a number one seed because this is a this is a dominant team year after year, and, and this season was no exception. But the West it's a it's a hard road. You you've got you've got Michigan the the Michigan Wolverines who. If they're not playing Michigan State, they are rolling through every other team in the nation this season. They were in the the, the final four. They made the national championship last year. I think they they've got a lot of the same pieces back. They they are primed and ready to go for for another deep run. But then you've got Florida State, a number four seed. Leonard Hamilton, you you've been a big Leonard Hamil- Hamilton fan uh, for a, through the number of seasons. I'll say Leonard Hamilton is a is a wonderful recruiter. <laughs> if if you've ever had the pleasure of listening to uh, you know go in the huddle of Florida State, I'm not so sure about Le- Leonard Hamilton as an in-game coach. But I, I, he can sure recruit, and I will say, you know, everyone loves him that, that that's ever met him, uh, and and he has produced some have, phenomenal have you, teams. Have you met him? I have never met him. I, I'm sure I would love him. <laughs> but Florida State, this is the same team that beat uh, Gonzaga last year to actually get to the Elite Eight. So that they they can play as well. They're they're not just a recruited team, but then you have Nevada, the the Martin Twins from last year's improbable run. They're a number seven seed. They they were top ten uh, in the nation for much of the season. They've kind of had a, a downturn lately. But don't sleep on the Martin t- Twins. They will they will shoot and they will shoot some more. Yeah, they actually lost Jordan Caroline for a while this year, and that really hurt them. It turns out he, I think, is really the glue that, that keeps Nevada together, and, and not having him uh, was very costly. And then you have Buffalo, the Buffalo Bulls. No, Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bulls. We, we love the Buffalo Bulls in the college football preview show because Buffalo football team is playing well. The Buffalo basketball team is even better. Buffalo has really put together a uh, a a ripper of a season. So they they are primed and ready. <laughs> who, who who do you like in the in the West region? Oh, uh, I now I think the West has probably the single sexiest matchup of the first round in Marquette versus Murray State. We got Marcus Howard of Marquette, who was uh, you know the Big East Player of the Year. This guy can drop forty on you any game, even fifty. This guy had fifty-two. He had forty-five points in the second half of a game at Creighton, which I think was you know probably the single greatest performance in any half in you know the history of college basketball potentially. Who else? I mean, when have you heard of someone dropping? 45 points in a single half. That, that he took over the team single-handedly there. Yeah, and and you know, I think that has worn on him throughout the course of the year. You know, Marquette kind of crumbled down the end. They 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 collapsed. They had a chance. They had to, you know, win one of their last 3 games uh, you know, to to win the Big East regular season. Couldn't do it. Uh, he really struggled. I think the weight of carrying the team. Obviously, he's a smaller guy in stature. He's got to work really hard for all his shots. 
Um, I think that season kind of wore him down. I think having this break, he's had a nice, you know, kind of six days off here uh, by the time he plays. I think that's going to really help him. But going up against Ja. Rastafari Morant of Murray State, the Racers, <laughs> the Racers. Uh, th- do you actually know? Because he was, it was Jay Morant for much of the season. Do you, do, do you remember that? It was Jay, Ram- Jay Morant, but for some reason that Jaw has ja uh, has, has come alive. Do, do you believe? Do you think it was not coincidental that after the Fire Festival documentary on Netflix and Hulu, where Ja Rule was featured, that? Uh, Ja Morant wanted to make a name and be the the real Ja. Uh, no, I believe there's absolutely no correlation there between the two. Okay, um, that's good to know. <laughs> and I believe uh, Ja's name has always been Ja, but the nation was getting it wrong until Murray State had to set it right. He put it on the map. I yeah yeah I think I think so. I think someone caught wind of it, uh, and, and uh, you know the the, the PR. Uh, specialist for for Murray State basketball program had to you know really start making some calls uh, to get that changed. But that is going to be a really fun game. Both obviously you know John Moran is uh, you know I think probably will be a top five pick in this year's draft. Uh, he is really special. If you have not had the chance to watch him, he leads the nation in assists. Also a guy that that can you know score you know. 30, 40 a game, uh, and throw down some dynamic dunks. I think he is probably the consensus second-best dunker in the nation uh, behind, behind R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett. <laughs> yes. I'm glad you got that one right. Uh, so that that's going to be a really fun game. Oh, So I got to watch the American East Conference Championship game again. It was a rematch of UMBC walking in uh, to Vermont. And last year I watched this game, saw UMBC win on a fantastic buzzer beater uh, in a, a, a ruckus uh, Vermont arena and then go on to obviously uh, you know, become the first 16 seed to win. So tuned into that again. Vermont's got a great, great squad, a trio of brothers uh, who, are, who are strong. I Look out Florida State. Vermont could, uh, could give them a little bit of trouble. But ultimately, this Vermont team, the, the Catamounts, I like them as well. They're, uh, they're a really strong team. And this could be a region where you see the, the 5-12 matchup, Marquette, Murray State, the 4-13, Florida State and Vermont. I like Murray State and Vermont. So the 12 and 13 winning. And I like Ja, not Ja Rule, but Ja Morant, the 12-seeded Murray State racers to race their way into the Sweet 16. Ooh, taking down Florida State, huh? No, I, I, oh, I, I, ju- yeah, I just yeah, said yeah, yeah. that uh, Vermont. Thanks sorry, for listening. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know who, uh, you know, looking you know, at some of the other teams in this, uh, in this regional, um, Texas Tech, uh, Jarrett Culver, man. If I got to watch him early in the year. Uh, love it, guy. Stayed home. Uh, went to Texas Tech. You, you and, know, you know, I I heard you there as well. So just FYI, <laughs> but you, you, uh, I was just you know, this guy Lucas is the uh, the uh, master of what, what small town schools exactly and, and what town they reside in. Mm-hmm. Um, now, d- Jared d- Colbert, name me one. He d- d- test me. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> what about Swanee? Swanee College of the South. <laughs> yeah, I stumped him. I think they're a D three program. That might not be fair. Yeah. All right, Mercer. Ooh, out of the Atlantic Sun. <laughs> oh, Macon. Yeah, look at old Macon, Georgia. <laughs> I've been through Mercer. <laughs> Man, he's good, folks. He is good. <laughs> but back to, back to the the West region. Uh, I, I like even more chaos. So I, I mentioned the twelve thirteen, Texas Tech. 
I believe the Norse of uh, Northern Kentucky will will push them. I, I still like Texas Tech to to get through, but that that could be a potential one. Um, but also, I, I believe in trends. Uh, you know how I, I mentioned that the six eleven matchup at the start and subsequent regions. The eleven seed has uh, provided lightning in a bottle lately, and also what has provided lightning in a bottle is that first four matchup, and not not just the first four matchup, but the team that plays on the Wednesday first four matchup has won the previous five of the last six years. So who would that 11 seed be? Either Arizona State or the Johnnies, Chris Mullins, St. Johnnies. And I believe in the St. Johnnies. Man, they just sneaked in, huh? They did just sneak in, but they've they've got a tough matchup against Buffalo, but Buffalo being the hunted (laughs) rather than the hunter. You think the you think they no, will be, extinguish no. extinguish the buffalo of, of the Great Plains? I was just gonna say buffalo is not usually the hunter, so they they don't know how to play that role. Buffalo is unfortunately heavily hunted. We we really need to uh, crack down on that type of behavior. But needless to say, the, the buffalo were extinct from the plains <laughs> over a hundred years ago, Lucas. <laughs> it is a shame, a shameful shame. It was actually the United States government. It was a uh, an accepted policy that if they wiped out the buffalo, it would solve their their Native American issue. So very sad, uh, you know, uh, theme in American history. Uh, I know it wasn't so in Canada. You're you're right. We uh, they kept the buffalo much much longer. We kept them roaming until they all died in the winter because they couldn't come south any longer. <laughs> but that that sad tale of buffalo. I believe Buffalo will be upset by the Johnnies, uh, the 11-6 matchup. So, again, I like 11, 12, and 13 all making upsets in the upset region, the West region, in my opinion. So Ooh, who, who, do you, who, who do you like? Who's, you know, who's coming I, I, out here? This is perfect timing, actually, because on the heels of that uh, Johnnies over Buffalo pick, I am going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say the Buffalo Bison are going to be stampeding to the Final Four in Minneapolis. They will be back on the Great Plains of Minnesota. Uh, I love this Buffalo team. I've had a chance. I, I you know, I remember tuning in actually early in the year. It was the um, you, you were you were listening on TuneIn. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes, I was. I was listening. I tuned in on TuneIn one morning at about 7 a.m. to listen to the Buffalo Bulls take on the USF Dons from Ireland uh, in the uh, the Guinness Special. And a grant tune is a great way to stay connected to your team, even the even when they're uh, playing overseas. And 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 then I you know I I had to watch, I, I really liked what I saw obviously that that win last year against Arizona, um, but they they brought everyone back from that team. This team is they play as a really tight unit. They they really love playing with each other. Um, obviously they have probably the hottest coach in NCAA basketball. Nate Oates. Nate Oates. He sadly will probably not be uh, you know walking around the streets of Buffalo much longer after this uh, season and especially after this final four run wow what what a pick i'm uh, i'm flabbergasted you heard it here first folks you heard it here first buffalo making their way so my pick out of the west slightly on uh not not to the the same extreme as mr taylor over here but i like texas tech the red raiders of Texas Tech, well-coached. Chris Beard just has his team. It's almost like a, a military style. He has them ready to go each and every game. 
I think they they get by a tough Northern Kentucky team. They beat the Johnnies, and then I, I think they're they're meeting the Martin brothers actually because I like Nevada uh, upsetting Michigan in the second round. So I, I think their path makes it a little bit easier um, to actually make their way out west to LA and um, and win the the West region. There we there we go. We we did all four regions. Wow, look at that in, in record time. Maybe. Re- record time. Yes, <laughs> absolute record time. So let's uh, let's let's remind the uh, the viewers of your picks. All right. So from the east, I have sadly the number one overall seed, Dukey Blue Devils, coming out. Uh, moving on to the south, I had the Volunteers of Tennessee. Uh, down in the Midwest, I like UNC coming out, and in the West, the upset pick of them all. The Stampede and Buffalo Bison. So that's uh, James Taylor's final four picks. You can uh, you can write them. You can tweet him. Actually, you can't tweet him. He's he's not on Twitter. But you can uh, you can send him a message. You can email me, James <laughs> at myflowwater.com. Email him. And uh, in my final four, the LAE final four picks. You've got the number one overall seed, the Duke Blue Devils, coming out um, of the East Region. I've got uh, the Virginia Cavaliers coming out of the south. In the Midwest, the Kentucky Wildcats, thanks to the folks at Top Chef. And out of the West region, Texas Tech. Get those guns up, Red Raiders. Woo! I believe you're going to the Final Four. <laughs> so, the Final Four is set. What a great year for Minneapolis. Hey, Some big-time events. Hey, you, you build... The, the classic, uh, you build it, they will come. A world-class arena. You build yeah. a world-class ca- arena. That kills bird at a, birds at a record pace. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> Thank you to U.S. Bank Stadium. And U.S. Bank is uh, not a sponsor of the LAE, but uh, Aaron Klein, a, uh, a U.S. Bank employee. Oh, wow. Is he taking yeah. over out here in uh, the West, or do you have to make a move back no, to Minneapolis? No, he, he was able to uh, keep his job here. So yeah, shout-out to Aaron Klein, part of the LAE faithful. He's uh, definitely a listener. Congratulations, Aaron. Yeah, congrats. So, final four. I've got uh, I've got Duke versus Texas Tech, which would be again not not uh, the contrasting styles. You've got Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, high flying offensive team struggles in uh, behind the arc surprisingly, but they can get hot. And then you've got uh, Chris Beards uh, and Jarrett Culver. The, the Texas Tech Red Raiders. I like Duke coming out of that uh, matchup and, yeah, and make it to the They played earlier in the year, actually, in a really great game. Col- that, I think that was really Culver's coming out party in that battle against Duke. Um, Speaking about Culver, uh, Culver's, the, the great uh, Wisconsin chain. The famous Butterburger. Oh, the famous Butterburger and those concretes? <laughs> no? Well, no, what are the concretes? Indulge, or indulge us, please. Oh, man, it's uh, it's frozen custard. So you, you've heard of ice cream. You eat ice cream all the time, but I don't think you've had custard like Culver's. Culver's frozen custard. Mm-mm-mm, delicious. We got a new sponsor, folks. <laughs> to the folks at Culver's, feel free to, uh, feel free to send me a sample. <laughs> Wisconsin is known for their custard. We have... World famous. The custard. best custard in town. I, I think maybe the only custard in town. Hey, you know your strengths, and that's important. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, that was uh, you know Culver, uh, you know coming out party. Texas Tech, Duke. They took them. They took them right down to the wire. Uh, Duke pulled away at the end, but uh, that should be that should be a fun rematch if you uh, if you are correct. So, 
And uh, my other semifinal would be Virginia, Kentucky. And I I like uh, John Calipari and the Kentucky Wildcats. Why? Because of the folks at Top Chef. I think they really motivated him this year being uh, coming to, to Lexington and Kentucky. So I like Duke and Kentucky in my national Ooh, championship. Okay, okay. We'll, uh, we'll save that pick and, and let you go with your final four. All righty. So we got Duke taking on the stampeding Buffalo Bulls of Buffalo. And sadly, I think this is where the stampede uh, hits hits the edge of the cliff. Extinction. <laughs> it's uh, extinction. Extinction. Uh, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be a great run for Buffalo, but running into Duke's gonna be a little too much. Um, again, I just think, I think Zion, uh, really, I think that was a freak injury. I don't think this guy's gonna get injured very much throughout his career. Uh, I think that Duke team is gonna be a little too much. I think this will be a great game. It might even be an overtime game. Uh, but I think Duke is gonna pull it out over Buffalo. Uh, and then. I got Tennessee taking on UNC uh, again. I, I I just love uh, uh, Kobe White and this ten and this UNC team. I think they're going to pull it out, setting up the fourth matchup of Duke v UNC for the national championship, and the Tar Heels will upset the Dukies, the number one overall seed, and exact some revenge for that loss in that that great, great game and, and a tough loss in uh, the ACC championship game. UNC, folks, winning it all. Wow. D- Duke, Carolina, part four would be a, an absolute treat. The, the previous three matchups have been exciting. Even when Zion was injured in, uh, in the first two, they, they played competitively. That would be a that would be an exciting matchup. Unfortunately, that's not what we're going to see. So thanks for your for your picks, even though they are wrong. I've got Duke, Kentucky in my national championship. These these are two blue bloods. Coach Shashevsky against Coach Calipari. They both fight for freshman talent. Coach Cal started the uh, the freshman revolution. Coach K has now taken this over. If I'm if I'm a betting man, and you know I am, James. Guess who I'm gonna pick? Duke or Kentucky? Wow, this I mean that whole setup. I think you're going Kentucky right now, folks. And you know why? Why is that? Because the folks at Top Chef motivated this Kentucky team. I you cannot discount motivation in the offseason and pushing that. That's bulletin board material. They said they, they couldn't do it this year. They're gonna show they're gonna show the doubters wrong and ultimately Coach Cal is getting the last laugh once again, and we'll be cutting it down the nets. This will be a national championship for Coach Cal and the Wildcats. How much is Top Chef paying you? <laughs> this is outrageous. Never, never heard such plugs. <laughs> hey, you know our our great our great friends at the Food Network and, and Top Chef just uh, wrapped up this season. Again, continue watching for uh, for next season. Will be an interesting interesting season. Where are they going next? <laughs> can't uh, who's winning it next year? <laughs> <laughs> can't quite lead in. Trenton, New Jersey, <laughs> Macon, Georgia. <laughs> uh, that that does another March Madness preview show presented by Flow Water. That does it for our show. So thank you to uh, to James Taylor for taking time out of his recordings uh, to actually come on come on this pod and. Uh, New album coming out soon, so check yep, on. Yep, we got a reunion tour coming out as well. Uh, it was 
as always, uh, a pleasure and an honor to be here. Uh, enjoy the tournament, everybody. It is going to be a lot of fun. I'm expecting uh, some big, big things. I think, uh, you know, last year there weren't quite, you know, obviously we had Loyola, Chicago, but other than that, I don't think there were quite as many upsets. I think it's going to be a little different this year. Uh, I think there's going to be, you know, some great Cinderella's, and I think there are going to be some great buzzer beaters, and it's going to be it's going to be a fantastic tournament. So have fun, folks. It's going to be a great tournament. You can find it where, wherever you're watching or wherever you're listening, thanks to TuneIn, Westwood One on TuneIn. So, again, thanks to James Taylor for coming on board. Thanks for Flow Water for continuing to hydrate us and sponsoring the podcast. This is Lucas Askew of the Lucas Askew Experience. Take care, talk soon, and God bless. Sign it off. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>